Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The World Series is upon us. The Astros, the Braves, and Trevor Plouffe with a lot on the line. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by Draft Kings. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in California. We got Trevor Plouffe. And in the corner, we have producer BBD. On March 21st, Trevor Plouffe said Astros and Braves would be in the World Series. Today is whatever day it is. And now it's here, Trev. Do you feel like your prediction goes to shit if the Braves don't win in six? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all or nothing for me, baby. You know, I could have, like, as always, James, I could have taken the easy road, but we don't do that here. We don't do that at JM. So, yeah, I do think if Braves win in five, it's shit. If Braves win seven, it's shit. Got to be Braves in six. Now, here's where I disagree with you there. I think if the Braves win in any number, you still get a lot of points. If you get six, okay. you get which points? Jake, how are you? And what are your thoughts on Trev's thoughts? Jimmy, Trevor, BBD, everyone in the chat. Uh, yeah, Trev, the only part where I'll differ with you is, uh, I mean, Jake, easy road story, Ellie. Uh, going to take the path of least resistance. Um, okay. Rooting, rooting for your prediction. Uh, I think a lot of uh, America is rooting for Los Braves. Just so excited to see how the series plays out at this point. I uh, I was dipping my pen in the company ink this morning, uh, and then when I left BBD's place, I listened to Chris Rowe's rotation episode, Giolito and Rojas World Series preview. Uh, I was listening to Toe in the Slab with David Cohn, trying to get some knowledgeable takes I could steal. Um, the one thing that stuck with me, and then uh, I just had a moment in the bathroom where I thought about it, Mm. Lucas Giolito said something along the lines of All these guys that play Major League Baseball are really good um, Yes And man, when you bring it down to seven games Like, I'll, I'll give all of our Marlins fans That's our largest fan base People don't people forget that um, Like, I watched Jorge Alfaro play catcher for three games this year And I was like, he's an incredible catcher He made awesome plays Someone is going to be that guy for the next four to seven games, and I'm just excited to see who it is at this point. So um, I'll always root for Trevor Plouffe. Um, that's, a, that's a personal thing I have. That's what I have tattooed over my heart. But um, I'm just excited to see it play out at this point. How are you doing, Timbo? Doing well. Excited. Got a nice little uh, rest bit. Is that a word? Rest bit. Nope. Nope. Respite is a word. I just don't know if I used it correctly. It sounded like you said rest bit. I did. I believe you used yeah. it. Which that's illegal. Didn't fully two, listen is to that your two sentence, words? Respite, I think is what you're looking for. Oh, I thought it was rest bit. Who knows what I said? I sure as don't. I thought these teams didn't have a lot <clears throat> as far as storylines go. Like off the field, what can the what can the three minute Fox documentary be about, you know, mm. like the, you know, obviously Mookie Betts, if it's Dodgers, Red Sox, even if it was Red Sox Braves, it was, they were the Boston Braves and now they're two different teams. 
Erica, who helps us with research, has told me I'm wrong. There's a lot going on. Brian Snitker, manager of the Braves, his son, Troy, is the Astros hitting coach. Yep. I found that out like a week ago, actually, when someone tweeted it at me. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Father-son battle? Dusty Baker made his major league debut with the Braves in a game against the Astros. What do you think like happens? Oh. What do they call that? That's a serendipity? That's a... I don't nice, know. I don't know Sarah. Nice flick. But that's a... Full circle is how we have it labeled on our sheet. <laughs> full circle. Hey, let me say this. That father-son matchup, that's not just for bragging rights. That's for about 200K, too. Mm. Difference in a winning World Series share and a losing World, share, World Series share, probably about 200K. Golly. So I like that. What would you do with 200K right now, Trev? Uh, price myself into Ethereum over yeah. the next uh, 12 Bitcoin. months. Obviously Bitcoin. <laughs> I didn't say Bitcoin, but, you know. Oh, that's how I just have all of that stuff labeled in my head. That's <laughs> that's the, if, if there was computer files and there are folders, I have all that stuff labeled as Bitcoin. Okay. It's all a Bitcoin folder. Yes. Crypto. Hey, BBD. Yeah. How are you doing? Mm. Doing well. I enjoyed the respite. We had three nights off without streams, and that was cool. And now we're ready to to go all out for potentially seven of the next, like, nine days. Mm. Bang. Bang. How about this one? Okay. Oh, okay. Is anyone bringing us this one? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. We can do that. Sure. Dugout Mugs is bringing you this yes. fun fact that isn't really fun at all, but this is when we're doing it. They got metal mugs. Dong. Oh, like metal that's... bats. Dong. These are the coolest. I need uh, one. Yeah, the I like the wood ones. They're classy, but this in your hand uh, with coffee or even a cold beverage, like really is what it is. And it's a classic Easton looking metal bat. Um, no, it is. You, you hear could, that? Metal. You can bring that bad boy into like a work meeting. Like metal. you could you could walk in, slam yeah. that on the table in the meeting. If you bring your wooden dugout mug into the the boardroom, people are like, okay, this guy's this guy's really bringing it today. Um, but the metal one's pretty bad. I need to hold it. That's a lid, right? <clears throat> yeah. They yeah. also have the inked up if you wanted them in color because they were all engraved, wow. and now they got inked up colored wooden mugs. Uh, so you can get all of these at dugoutmugs.com. Use code JOHNBOY and you – whoa, holy shit. The metal, six. the metal dugout mugs are 35% off with code JOHNBOY. The inked – Dugout mugs are forty three percent off. Yeah, that's basically half off to the next one hundred customers who buy one. You don't need a discount code; it's automatically discounted. Mm-hmm. Get them both now at dugoutmugs.com. Use code JOHNBOY for thirty five percent off the metal mugs. The inked mugs are forty three percent off to the next one hundred customers. No discount code necessary. Those are going to fly off the shelves every time we do anything for dugout mugs. They fly off the shelves. That's cool. All right, so Dugout Mugs brought you this fun fact. Hank Aaron died earlier this season, and mm. Dusty Baker said that he wanted to win a World Series in his honor because they were best friends, and he was his mentor, and he was his idol, and he looked up to him. But now, if Dusty Baker wins, that means Hank Aaron's Braves lose, so both sides are kind of playing for Hank Aaron and trying to win one because Dusty said... 
he wanted to win one for him. But obviously the Braves are going to want to win one for him. So uh, you kind of got everyone trying to win one for Hank. I don't know who Hank would prefer. I'm, I'm guessing the Braves. I think Dusty has to bow out and say, Sheesh. yeah, it's a harsh segment that Doug Got Mug sponsored. But that's... I don't... You would think that Hank would want the Braves to win, but, you know. So Dusty nice should bow out. A friend of yours, too. That makes it difficult. Dusty should bench all of his starters. Yes. As a tribute. As a tribute to Hank. That's that's what this should turn into. Who can tribute to Hank the best early on? Yes. Um, the Astros should add 44 to their patch. <laughs> Imagine they came out with it on their sleeve. We're also no! playing for Hank. That's our guy. Yeah. We can't do that. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm surprised the, uh, the storylines in this are pretty good. And I mean, I, I think they're pretty good on the deep dive talking baseball level, but also the national level. It's, you know, it's, it's the Astros and you know, that's going to hook some people in like, are they really good? Uh, they are really good. Uh, we'll see if they're good enough to beat this Braves team. But yeah, the, uh, a, just the managers themselves. I mean, old daddy snit doing it his way, like, Climbing the ladder Like We will probably never see that again I, I mean think of Like millennials And how People operate Nowadays uh, Whenever someone asks us They're like I want to get into sports media We say like go Like put Put the camera up to your face And go Like guys don't Do the The low A To Higher low A To double A To triple A To other coaching To like Snit, this is my probably the last time we see this. And then Dusty, it's kind of the legend. It's kind of the the most beautiful part of this Astro story is that they went out <laughs> and brought in basically one of the most beloved guys in the sports who doesn't have the ring, and now they're on the other side of the field. So I'm uh I'm juiced up, man. Everyone tribute Hank. Everyone's winning it for Hank. Yeah. Well, I think everyone, you know, we do. We miss Hank. I got a question about Dusty for you guys. I'm not sure if okay. you guys have talked about it yet, if I missed it or something. What's up with the the gloves? I, I don't know. I, I mean, he, I don't know. I, I, I don't have enough info to speak on it, and I feel like if I was to attempt to, I would speak out of turn poorly. So I, I plead the fifth. Sportingnews.com ad an hour ago. The Sporting News was huge back in the 1961 season. An yes, hour ago. An hour ago, post an article, why does Dusty Baker wear gloves? Dusty hasn't fully explained. Uh, he says he still wears the mask because he had cancer 20 years ago and a stroke seven years ago. Whoa. Um, and let's see. But he isn't wearing the mask in the in the dugout, is he? I think he's, he's been got, up and down with it. Yeah, and he, The toothpick he, in the mask is tough. Uh, I don't know. They, they just say that Dusty's like a overly precautious guy. They say he religiously is wiping things down and stuff. So I think I think it's just okay. there. I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I was just curious. I think everyone is. I think it goes through everyone's I mind. like it. I think he might just be, you know, like, hey, this is a little bit mysterious of me. I'm going to do it. And then people can talk about Signature it. look. He has a signature look. He's got the wristbands. Toothpick. And the toothpick. Yeah, and he sits in the back all like kind of like uh, hauntingly sometimes, mm. in like a badass way. And then what do they say? Like sometimes <laughs> Dusty <laughs> looks like how you you know a, a baseball version of Darth Vader when he sits on the bucket with the gloves and the hood up and the mask and he's just like, mm, I gotta be. Who do you call a little fucker? Uh, back on the mat, little fucker. 
I don't know who that was. <laughs> Jake Storielli. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing I have circled also with Dusty's look, you know, we talk about the Hank Aaron stuff. Does anyone on the Astros bring out the pearls for this series? Um, Ooh. no, they can't do that because the Red Sox got in trouble when, you know, Erod did the, cl- the watch thing. Right. So I think it's a lesson learned in stealing things. You're telling me if Dusty Baker's wearing pearls, that's not a power play. Oh my God. That's uh, you've basically taken Jock Peterson out of the series. If Dusty Baker's wearing pearls, Dusty's the only guy that can do it. Like if Correa does it, no, can't do it. But yeah, Jock and pearls would be good. Gosh, I would love, I would love Dusty and Jock. Pearl off. Mm. I agree that would be good. Okay. We all agree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Dusty and Jock don't come down from the national anthem. They just stand up and stare at each Mm. other. A Pearl stare off to start the World Series. That would be baseball being back. But Dusty's have to be bigger. Like, Dusty's going to have, like, golf balls. Yeah, I was thinking onions. (laughs) <laughs> Looks like he's fighting off a vampire. What um in Dusty Baker's first game, mm. there's some fun names that were part of that game. You want to hear some? Yeah. Joe Torre, mm. Tito Francona, mm. Felipe mm. Alou, Hank mm. Aaron, Hank's mm. brother. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tommy Aaron. Is that his name? Am I the one looking at it or are you guys? Seemed like you. You brought us here. Hank Aaron batted third. His brother Tommy, i.e., batted fifth in that game. I believe they have the most uh, combined homers for brothers. For their home runs. Phil Necro pitched. And um, Dusty went 0 for 1. Damn. Damn. It's a lot of managers on the same team. Anyway. You guys want to talk about the baseball, or what are we thinking about? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. We can talk about the baseball. Braves are an underdog. Not in Trev's world. What's the betting line? What's what's Are the Astros a, a big favorite in this series? They can't be. Would you like me to check it out on DraftKings Sportsbook? I would. What's your guess? I do think the Astros are probably betting favorites. They have home fields. Um, offense is probably a little bit better. I think bullpens we, are similar. I think we looked this up on Wake and Jake yesterday, so we'll me and BBD will take a knee on this one. Just run out. Okay, the I bet the I bet the Astros overall in the series are like minus a buck fifty. Jake, is that right? That's what it was yesterday. Wow! Oh, really? Trevor's a genius. I believe it was it was Astros minus one fifty, Braves plus one thirty. Um, now Braves in six, which we know is going to happen. That's where you can make the real cheese. Braves, tell me what it uh, is. Money line, Astros minus one forty. Braves okay. plus one twenty. Lines moving. Uh, or no, no, no. That's for game one, not mm. the whole series. Sorry. Pump fake. That's the first page that comes up. Anyway, today's game, the over unders eight. And the Astros are favored. 
You can find out all this stuff on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can also place $1 on any World Series game and win $100 in free bets. If either team gets a hit, I think both teams will get a hit tonight. I think you can bet. Honestly, if you're going to watch all the baseball games in the World Series because you're a baseball fan, that's why you're listening to the podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, go to the DraftKings. uh, Use promo code Jamba when you sign up. Bet $1 on the Astros to get a hit today. Um if they get a hit, you get $100 in free bets. You will get $100. Then you take that, you save 20 for each game, and you just bet on stuff you like. And then if you run out of the free $100 you got by the end, you're golden. You didn't lose anything but a dollar. If you hit big, you have some fun. We can make the same bets. If you remind me in the morning when I'm still in New Jersey, you and I will make the same bets. And we'll be in it together. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code John Boy. Just bet $1 on any World Series game and win $100 in free bets if either team gets a hit. That's promo code John Boy. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the 2021 World Series. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey or Indiana or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 bet required. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions applied. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 100 Gambler. Major League Baseball trademarks and copyrights are used with the, the permission of Major League Baseball. Visit MLB.com. Of course, MLB made them put more copy. So, Braves, Braves in six, that would be a 4-2 series win. That's plus 600. So, I mean, that's... that's I asked them this morning to give me a retroactive line, and they said no. They said no, because that's their business. All right. We just were on the phone with Pete Moylan. He said that he liked the Braves starting pitchers over the Astros which I don't think is a crazy take. It's Framber, Garcia, or Kitty. Really? And then uh, Morton, Max Fried, Ion Anderson. I say really because at some point, like, Javier's been your best pitcher. Just plan on starting him, but I think they like him as the gas man. Multiple inning if Framber and Garcia don't perform. What do you got? Starting pitching. You give the edge to the Braves, Jake? Oh, yeah. No, it's... uh, uh Yes, it's Framber and Luis Garcia. Their best can go toe-to-toe with anyone in baseball. We saw that in their last two starts. Before that, they weren't doing that. Um, So there's still questions out there. I mean, I'm interested. Framber and Luis Garcia, both of them, their last starts, uh, they were pumping it. It was the hardest both of them threw all year. All year, and that was... I don't know if it was short outings previous to that and those young bucks built it up a little. I don't know. I, I know there were some talks about mechanics. I don't know what's going on, but those two threw harder than they have than they have been this whole season. So interested to see what that looks like. But, yeah, man, I mean, Charlie Morton, I, uh, I'm never not going to believe in him in, in playoffs at this point in his career. He gets a little extra rest. We did the Max Freed thing. That's our guy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just one more body. Uh, it's kind of Ion Anderson, who, by the way, you know, like this guy needs more respect. I know we we have fun with his name. He's got 30 MLB starts, a 3-2-5 ERA. That's pretty good. But his postseason's better. This guy has seven postseason starts now to the tune of a 147 ERA. So, you know, even if uh, Framber and Garcia go toe-to-toe, which they can. They can outpitch those guys. They're, they're extremely talented. Ion, you have to figure, gives them the leg up. Unless our guy Odo finds something, which, I, I mean, we'll always root for Odo. But, yeah, you, you have to lean uh, the Bravos there. 
Yeah, I don't think that's even a question. I don't think we're giving giving enough credit to our guy Max. Max has been the best pitcher in the big leagues since the All-Star break. I know he, you know, it's had good starts, okay starts in the in the postseason, but if you're just going like, hey, like him versus Garcia, like it's Max all day. Framber against Charlie Morton, I think you could say probably trust Charlie a little bit more. Maybe those two match up a little bit uh, more equally. And then, like you said, uh, Ion Anderson, who I don't think we're messing with his name. Jake, you know like your old Southern voice that you do? Mm. It almost sounds like Colonel Sanders a little yeah. bit. Try to say Ian Anderson in that voice. Ian Anderson. <laughs> you can't. I think people in the South are like, oh, they're saying his name correctly oh, for once. That's the plot I've twist. I started to think this. about that. <laughs> yeah. When they don't you, even know when we're are you joking. thinking about that? <laughs> Last yeah, night, I bet. I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> I was in bed on the moon yeah, and I, I was like, man, we're saying it like a Southerner says it. You can't say Ian Anderson in a Southern accent. Can I, anyways, can I ask you guys something? As far as thinking about the whole, the series as a whole, uh, and not game by game. But the series as a whole, the Braves, and just talking about the Braves right now, the Braves plan on bullpenning game four, right? So it goes one, two, off day, three, four. With the off day beforehand, does that put a lot of pressure on Ian Anderson game three? Like, or any of the pitchers? Is that, like, do the Braves have a lot of pressure on, like, they... Two out of the three have to go six innings if their plan is to because their plan is also to use these four guys in the bullpen every game and then really use them game four. So I think if the Astros, which how many pitchers have lasted more than three innings against the Astros? I think it was I think it was Shane, I think it was Cole and McClanahan lasted the longest. Is it starters only? Are there yeah, starters they only? Didn't, they didn't fit. They haven't faced teams that are approaching starting pitching the way the Braves are approaching starting pitching. They're they're a more traditional. We want depth from our starters, whereas like the Rays aren't going to do that. The Red Sox actually did that, even though they weren't trying to. Like Erod went out and did that, right? Erod, both Evaldi starts, right? Evaldi did it with. They weren't banking on him going long. It's just. I, I think the Braves are approaching pitching so much differently, and I think the way they're doing it, doing it has allowed those guys you're saying, Jim, to stay fresh, and hopefully they can continue that. That's going to be a big what to watch for is keeping those guys fresh. So we need uh, – the Braves need those guys to go at least five, all their starters. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Like, the, you know, the I think the Astros have knocked more pitchers out Than before five than any other team this postseason, the Astros have like you know. Well, their lineup is banks is deep. Yeah. Well, and I, I think what? it's going to be interesting in the AL games. Last time we saw Ion Anderson, he could have pitched more, but they did the pinch hit. Adrianza opens up the rally. That's how they win that whole game. So I'm you know the first two games are in Houston. So Morton versus Freed, you don't have to worry about. You know, the other side of that equation, Walker Bueller got left in because his spot was coming up second in the order. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I think the Braves are going to be hyper-aggressive. They they kind of have been. Um, you know, Morton and Freed, you, you're going to believe in those guys to the umpteenth degree. And I, I think it becomes 
for Morton and Freed, I think it very much becomes the what the basic baseball knowledge of of analytics or third time through the order type stuff. Like you're gonna give those two dudes two times through unless something's really up. Um, but if that third time in the order comes up in Altuve's two for two against Freed, this is a playoff baseball game. Like if it's a tie game, I don't think you can let him see him again. So. I think they're going to be aggressive. I, I know we've been kind of nervous about the Braves' bullpen burnout, but the last we saw them, Minter, Matzik, and Will Smith were 15 up, 15 down. Like, these guys are still dialed. They just got a little more rest. And, I mean, they're just going to keep pushing the button until it breaks, which maybe Houston will, but it's been working. Yeah, I, I, Matzik's yeah, been he, a hero. I'm worried about him, though. Like I, I wonder if they uh, – I don't. Has anyone pitched? This is something straight out of like the early nineties. Yeah. Mm. He pitched every game in the postseason. And how much? I feel like it happens. It happens every postseason, though. We have one guy that just comes and takes over. I mean, not every postseason, but it happens quite often. For you sure. Can remember Daniel Hudson doing the same thing. Bumgarner was almost like the start of all this when he was starting and then also coming to close out games. Uh, and and Matzik, man, like. He seems to have just that extra, like, he's playing for a lot juice. Like, or he's overcome a lot, excuse me, to be here and, like, nothing's going to stop him. Like, I feel like he's got that extra bit right now Um, because his story is just awesome. And it's confidence, man. And, uh, you know, I will probably try to relate it to sports. Like, even if you're – a, a golfer who, you know, you don't play golf regularly, but you're hitting your pitching wedge really good one day, and you walk up to your next pitching wedge shot, and you're like, yeah, I've been I've been doing this all day. Matzik, three fastballs to Mookie Betts. <laughs> my, my guy is yeah. peacocking right now. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I wonder if Houston, if they could get to him early in the series, if that changes kind of the whole emotion around that, because right now he feels invincible. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. This this bullpen, God, it's it's guys with a lot of experience in in big playoff games. Will Smith, like Will Smith, deserves a lot more love than he's been getting, but that's because Matzik's been so damn good. Like Will Smith is what is perfect, clean sheet so far through the playoffs. I think I, I don't think he's given up a run. <laughs> like how, that's how, how do the you guys? How do you guys? Compare these two bullpens. Do you give who do you give the edge? Because I think both these teams are kind of like firing right now. Yeah, I mean the Braves bullpen. I've been doubting it. I've been wrong. They've been crazy, and I like the way they're being utilized. I just this is going to be you know the best offense they've seen. I think depending on how the Astros come out, but if they come out firing, how they they can hit, um, and then. Dude, to be honest, like I, I don't know the Astros. Well, you got Stanek. I know they got, got Stanek. Raveman, you got Presley. But I don't know their order. Uh, like I feel like I haven't been able to. It, it's not like it's not as simple. Grave, Graveman's the it, setup it, it guy, is. and it's, Presley's been close. Yeah, it's Stan, it's Stanek, Graveman, Presley at the back end of games. They have a few other guys they can mix and match instead of Stanek, but he's been pretty good. Um, Maton's been good for yeah, them. Yeah, he has been. How do you say his name? Maton. 
Maton. Maton. Oh, is it Maton? You yeah. always think you're only supposed to hit one or yeah. neither. Maton. That sounds like the wrong way to say it from, yeah. like, from the from the Key and Peel skit. Like Maton. Maton. Like you're doing too much. And then and then for the what the, the I guess the Braves have Chavez to do this role, but Javier is kind of are they gonna count on him as like a long role if they need him? I mean, Javier, he's he might be the most important weapon. In this series, his his outing so far, 2.2, zero earned runs, two innings, zero earned runs, three innings, zero earned runs. Like he's the Astros. He's like their win chip right now. Like if if we really need to go get one, we're in a it's five to four early and we need someone to try to end this game. That's their guy. Um you know, is he? How many innings does he have? He has. Let's see. In the five, postseason, seven and two thirds. Seven, seven and two thirds. Seven and two shut piece. Like, so that's the role they like him in. Yeah. Yeah. And he hasn't pitched in a while. He hasn't pitched in over a week. Um. So he should be pretty dialed up and ready to go. And you wonder what was the original Dusty has a plan game? Do you remember? Was it Javier? They just, they just or was wouldn't a... reveal the. It was it was Javier and Framber combined, I believe, after Granky. Oh, they just gosh, wouldn't. Awesome. They wouldn't reveal um, to the game two starter. Like I think that would be a fun little plot twist. Say Framber can give you six, or maybe Framber gives you five, and Stanek gets you through an inning. Would Dusty try to get game one or game one? You know, three innings out of Javier to try to end that game. So he's back for a potential game three or game four. Like I think that's kind of an interesting juggle there because I don't know. Like they, you don't want to when they're without that guy. When he throws sixty pitches, he can't pitch for two days. So like Dusty has to manage that a little bit. Like he can pitch in one of the first two games. He can pitch in probably one of the middle three. And then ideally one of the last two if you get there. So that's kind of, you have to manage that. The rest of the bullpen guys are one inning slash, I think Graveman can give you two, and if he throws, you know, 35, he'll be out the next day. But that's that's the only piece that Dusty really has to juggle back there. How many games have the Astros been in where they're, it's close, late and close? Like, I know that they've used those their bullpen Guys, like you're saying, but I guess for me, it was always in blowouts or like five or more run leads. So I was like, I don't know. Maybe this is just how they're using them. But one game so far mm. where it's been late and close, they've either, they either blow out or they get blown out. That's a bad way to do it. Six to one. So we got a five run game, a five run game, a six run game, a nine run game, one run game, game one against the, the Red Sox, four run game. Nine, seven, eight, five. Well, in the the 9-2 blowout in Boston, that was the, that was late and close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe two, but still, it's not the yeah. Braves. But on the flip side, have the Braves been part of any blowouts? Man. One I, I or two. Say I trust. I trust the Astros bullpen a little bit more right now. Maybe just for that reason, Jim. Maybe like this CS series took a lot out of the. Braves bullpen, but who am I? Who? I don't think there's that big of an advantage either way. Though I think they're both firing right now, and if they both can continue to pitch well, then that's that's just a strength for both teams. I, I think, which is crazy because 
you know, coming into the postseason, we were talking about the bullpen being the scariest thing uh, for the Braves. Bull, bullpen is probably a little bit of a toss-up. I mean, think about it. You know, Brian Matzik right now is, you know, arguably the most electric reliever. Tyler. Um, yeah. Whoops. Who am I thinking of? Um, and, yeah, so I I don't know. I'm The bullpen seem somewhat equal. Like, if, you know, this is kind of our – when we looked at the Mets before the season and we compared them to the Phillies and we were like, if the Mets were the Phillies, I think we'd have higher expectations for them. I think both these bullpens, when you put them on a chart, they're pretty similar. I could see Javier potentially being the swing piece there. But I think maybe what could be the factor going forward on the bullpens is leading us into the lineups. And I do think, like... It's just tough for me to put anyone over Houston's lineup right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, even though, you know, the Braves, all those stats were coming out. They were, you know, number one in run scoring in the NL since Ronald Acuna Jr. went out. Eddie Rosario has been going nut job. They're going to get a DH for the AL games. So, I mean, maybe that's the difference when we're talking about uh, whether it's your Graveman, Stanek versus, you know, Luke Jackson. Is he going to bounce back? What does that look like? Um, you know, when you're coming in and you got to see Bregman, Jordan, Correa, you know, that's a little different than if someone gets the Duvall, Peterson, Swanson line. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, the, the Astros can like righty lefty their lineup a little bit better than the Braves can. I do, I think the Braves probably will be better in the AL too because they don't have to make that what are they going to do with Soler and Rosario like you can't you can't take Rosie out of the lineup right now so Soler Soler just becomes a a, a bench bat essentially or Soler starts and uh, Jock when, becomes a bench bat that's what they did with the Brewers but I don't know you know if they changed that now I don't know if they yeah, talked about that Jock's kind of hot right now well anyway they'll both play tonight right yeah they should yeah, they'll all play tonight. They have four outfielders that'll all play tonight because they have the DH. Um, I don't know, man. I think the Astros. When you think about the lineups, the Braves are hot right now. Do you expect them to continue to be hot? There's some articles out there written about how the CS MVPs and like how they typically cool down uh, going into the World Series. There's a lot of statistics to back that up. So I think the Braves are relying on some of these guys to continue to stay hot. Not, you know, if they regress back to their mean, that's not good for the Braves. Like, they need Rosario to stay hot. They need Peterson to stay hot. Whereas the Astros, they know their guys are just going to go out there. They know they're going to score runs. Like, their lineup is so consistent. They have those guys that just give good at bats. They're hard to strike out. Um they can hit the long ball. They're just so deep. It's so deep. Mm. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. I'm just blown away by the differences here. Both these teams have played 10 postseason games. The Braves, eight of the Braves' 10 postseason games have been three runs or less. One of the Astros' 10 games has been three runs or less. Now, you do have two that were close late. And then got that got blown up in the eighth inning, but that's uh, I don't think it matters moving forward. But it's just kind of interesting. What do you do when the Astros come to Atlanta? 
with their outfield and Jordan. Like you got to kick Brantley to the bench. So that's the fun conversation on Houston's side. Um, Brantley and Jordan. Brantley's wheels have have run out a little bit. Jordan is a massive human that's already had two knee surgeries. Um, and they normally play left field with the Crawford boxes or DH. So yeah. you're going to be playing in Atlanta, you know, full-size outfield. One of them's going to be out there. Um, and, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I think the consensus right now is that you have Brantley on the bench because um, his what he does at the plate pinch hitting-wise should – Transfer a little more easily Yes Um. I mean the other discussion And the, they talked about this on the Rose rotation Is do you go And now we're going full nuclear video game Do you put Brantley and Jordan in the corners With Kyle Tucker in center Get out of here Chaz And all those C's I mean that's that's video game stuff That if I'm the starting pitcher that day I'm kind of like Guys <laughs> What? Dude Oh, maybe this. If Framber makes a start in Atlanta, you probably do that. It's a ground ball pitcher. But yeah, we talked about this a little bit earlier today. Uh, McCormick, one of the best outfielders in baseball right now. Whoa, whoa! Defensive outfielders in baseball. The guy can go get it. So do you, like you said, Jake. You don't want to exactly have. Uh, Brantley and Alvarez playing in what looks to be a pretty big outfield in in Atlanta. It's gonna. Be, I'm, I'm curious to see what Dusty does with that. I, I agree with you. I think it should probably be Jordan in left, Tucker in right, McCormick in center, and then Brantley off the bench. But you could also start the game with with that like offensive lineup, and then say, "All right, defense late." I hope I hope they do. I hope they do a juggle for a couple middle innings because that's what you do. You try to blow the game open. You get a four run lead, and then you put in Jose Siri or if uh, Jake the Rake is back ready to go, and then you can have your normal defense out there. But that's that's going to be a fun one for Dusty to juggle. Can I tell you guys something? That's that be I'm a big part of this. Tell series. you a storyline that's going to happen. Yes. Kyle Wright. Mm. Makes the World Series roster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the Braves. Mm-hmm. I believe he pitched in t- two games this year. Maybe less. He pitched in two games in the postseason last year. If you remember, he had a incredible start. Two games this year. Two Six games seconds. this year. 6.1 innings this year. Uh, last year in the postseason, he had six innings in one game. Shut it down. Braves go into a bullpen game. Game four. Kyle Wright probably just goes six shutty again. He's mm. the hero. I like that. This guy wasn't even on the AL. This guy wow. wasn't on the team. The CS Rosters. How can you pitch this guy against the Astros? They're some of the best hitters in the league. He did get blown up by the Dodgers. It was Miami that he shut down, but good job by him. Kyle Wright. Okay. What else do we have to talk about? We talked about starters. We talked about I li- leaders. I like this we fact bit, like this factoid or, or, or conversation that Erica has uh, on our sheet. Runners are 13 for 13 stealing bases off of Atlanta yeah. this postseason. Astros aren't known as base stealers, but do you think they try to take advantage of this? 
Astros yes. got into the most double plays this year. I think they were really bad at making outs on the base paths as well. Um, I know they had high double plays. I don't know about outs on the base paths, but certainly double plays. I think they were good. I think we see them try to exploit this fully. Plus, I think they're going to be run, running from the get go. Minus 5,000. What? Brantley steals a base this series. Ooh, maybe on the trail back runner end? back end gets him to second maybe base, then they pinch runner? run for him. No, they would have pinch run for him earlier. Just one, then the whole series. One, the whole series. What do you, what, what odds are you giving? Uh, me? Minus five thousand. Mm. No, that would be plus five thousand. Yeah, yeah, plus five thousand. In my head, it's already minus. I'm taking it. His last stolen base, one hundred twenty four in his career. He stole a mm. base this year. He did. He's got one stolen base this year. He uh, he was averaging, you know, 16, 17 a year for quite Whoops. some time. His legs broke. Yeah, he's not stealing the base. Okay. Got hit by a truck. Um, what else do we have to talk about? I feel like there's some other things I wanted to do. Have you mention. hit up Oda Rizzi? Like, what are you doing? I'm letting Oda do his thing. I don't know. I'm, you want to see my last text? Let me yes. see. You got to go back. You got to go back a lot. Oh, I thought it was just going to be your last, most recent text today. And I saw it. My last text to him was, I got your fucking back, dude. Mm. You're mm. rooting for the Braves. <laughs> oh, this was a while ago. <laughs> Something happened. Something happened. Yeah, it was when he said oh, he was yes, mad press at them for not letting them go deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I got you, bro. And hey, I saw, Trev, I, would, I know you wanted to get in front of this, but I'll do it for you. I saw Nameless Jeff's Instagram story that someone else created a Facebook account of Nameless <laughs> Jeff, and I just want to tell whoever that is, watch your ass. I will come and get you. Don't be doing that to Nameless, the plug. Nameless Jeff. <laughs> um, what else we got? I, I don't know. I guess... It, just running through Jakey shower thoughts. Uh, the Astros are so silly, man, because you go up and down a lineup and you're like, okay, kind of what you were just saying about people who have hot CS series, you know, there's a good chance they cool off for the World Series. A, Randy Rosarena didn't do that last year, but he's the best to ever play. So there's, there's my statistics. Um, the thing is with the Astros, at least three of them have to have good series. Like, between Gurriel, Tucker, Correa, Alvarez, Bregman, Brantley, Altuve, three of those seven guys are going to have good series. Yes. Um, Where that, you know, the Braves, they kind of have the magic in the lineup, and, you know, for them it becomes Albies, Freddie, Riley, you know. I mean, Eddie Rosario's hot, Jock's been going... I don't know. That that's the only part that gets scary for me. If one of the big Atlanta guys is struggling, you know, I think Young Thick didn't have the best CS. Like that lineup, which has been electric, can get thin, um, especially if we're in full playoff pitching mode. Now that being said, they've they've been awesome. Um, they they've played against the two toughest yeah, pitching staff. Yeah, it's true. I think. It's very true. Oh man, it's gonna be good. I I, I think. The Astros are the better team. Mm. Wow. They do have 
the postseason experience and from all accounts, the people that have played in the postseason say that matters a lot. And obviously we know that too, as people, all of us have never played in a postseason game. Uh, but I think that does matter a lot. But like Lucas said, these are all really good players and someone's going to step up or does someone step up? Is it the Braves year? Is there magic? Is it a Hank Aaron thing? Mm. Would kind of love that. They score just like they score forty four runs. Who's Hank watching the game with? Okay, up now there? we're talking. Man, wonder who his pals are up there. Hank Aaron. I don't know. Friends. Fun storyline in game one is Maldonado versus Charlie Martin. In heaven. Mm. Yeah, got to be his old Crushes catcher, him, right? right? Did they did he, was they were they battery mates for a while? Because Morton crushes them. Were they battery mates in Houston? Was Maldonado in Houston? At That's that point, my question. Angels I'm finding it right now. Has to be. Maldonado's they always trying to throw there. me out. Let's Maldonado's see. Uh, only seven games. Eighteen. I think they overlap. So no. But Martin Maldonado uh, is 7 for 18 against him. 667 on base percentage. Ground rule double, single, 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 double, single. Wow. 7 for 13 and 18 plate appearances. Can I, can I share with you uh, what Lucas Giolito? Oh, I, I shared it with you guys already. But I think I should share just a, a snippet of it where Lucas had to say. I asked Lucas Gilito what um, advice, if any, did he give Max Freed, his buddy, on facing the Astros. And he just said, don't tip your pitches. It's good advice. Like, make sure you're not tipping your pitches. Feels like head games. He's saying, he's saying they're, just, they're just better at it than other teams getting a tell on you. Like, they'll figure it out. So whether that's you – proactively doing a bunch of different stuff a la Ryan Dempster mm. or whatever it is. We got to watch out for that. Giolito uh, previewed the whole series on his rotation today. So after yeah. done with this one, go check, yeah, go that, check out. that out. Yeah. And if you can't get enough, like Jake said, towing the slab with Coney, they did a whole preview compound dropped an episode today. So there's a lot Josh of Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson episode. Oh, I can't yeah, wait wow. to listen to that. <laughs> Shorty was so excited to talk to him. <laughs> he's so cocky. I love it. Like, he's the cockiest person. He still has my favorite line that he wrote on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, if hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in the world, then what does that make pitching? <laughs> There's no counter. Yeah. Like, he dropped that on Pitching Ninja, and it's like, what's your counter? I, I've been saying it, bro. Uh, Terrence scores on the roster. The sex pot Camargo's yes. off yes. for door. So, dude, that's Terrence score that. is is he is what I said uh, would be like a fun dream scenario where you just get to you know take people that aren't on other rosters but have a, but then drop them on yours. He's that for running, like yes. He will just find his way onto a postseason roster, and he'll be the runner. I mean, how long has Terrence Gore been doing this now? Over a decade, right? He's 30 years old. Um, he has more stolen bases than postseason at bats, or more stolen bases than at bats in general in the big league. Some, there was some is there a comp that. to that in any other sport? 
Like baseball, when the the A's used to only have track stars, they had pinch runners. But any other sport, yeah, I know that's what. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Like Taysom like Hill, the, does he in count? The postseason, he has five stolen bases. Like it's like two plate appearances. Like if you had uh, if you yeah. had the guy on the end of your NBA bench who was only there for like technical foul free throws or something. Like that's the equivalent. Like just some gym teacher that's 99 percent from the line. I guess. Yeah. I mean, hmm. there's really no comparison. You're totally right. Technically, only appeared in postseason games for three teams, but I know he was like he was on a Yankees team that ended up not using him in the playoffs. He's on the Dodgers <laughs> playoff roster at one point. He got caught stealing awesome. once in the postseason. Um, <laughs> twenty fifteen ALDS. Yeah, trying Houston to got him. Jason wow. Castro got him. Trying, wow. or maybe it it could have been Conger. Let me, let me see when Lowry. Came, let me see when Lowry came in. Wow. Jed Lowry pinches for Jason Castro in the eighth. The caught stealing happened in the seventh. So no, it was uh, it was not Conger. It, it was, was Castro. It was Castro. Yeah. Who's in this series? And by the way, he's one for two. He uh, or two for four. Gore stole second. Then he tried to steal third, and Castro mm. threw him out. Got him at third. If I remember, that was a weird. Feel good. Hey, and kudos to uh. Kudos to Terrence Gore because he's playing a little bit of roulette when he enters the the playoffs. He was he was on he must have saw your yeah. tweet, Trev. He probably did. He's like, okay, Braves are gonna make it. I'm in. Gets to basically pick one of four teams at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I'm trying to remember. I remember this core steal was this out was 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 silly. Because they they called him safe, I think he replayed it, or he came off the bag. I think he I think he came off the bag like by like a sliver. Mm. Oh yeah, dude! It didn't even he didn't brain. even get Here beat by the throw. Look what happened. So he slides in, he's safe, and his body just bounces right there, mm. and he's out. Mm. I think that's Luis Valbuena with the tag as well. No, it's Brantley. No, no, you're right. Okay. Third. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Um, Valbuena. Yeah, so he's never been beat by a catcher. (laughs) Castro. He's never been caught stealing. Castro revenge. Title that video is funny. Those should be labeled something different. If you steal the bag and then you come off or something, that should be like. the worst out rule in our sport right now. Or one of. Stealing at that point. Out on the bases. It should just be out, out. out on the base. You shouldn't even be out. Once you touch the base, YG, like you should be able to YGO, come off a little bit. you got out. You think you should be able to overslide completely? Uh, I mean, maybe not Maybe not completely, but like if you come off at any point, like you it's know. Like the pop Dude, off I actually agree with you, Trev. Yeah. That, I, I don't think I disagree that much. Like as long as you're it yeah. almost... If you slide, your intent can't be to go to the next base. But they got to beat you. Yeah. Right? That's what we do at first. But they got to beat you yeah. to, before you touch the back. I honestly feel like overslide by like feet. I hate that. It would actually make for hilarious when, overslides. Yeah. I hate that when we get a replay, the guy's clearly beating the throw, and then like the spike comes off. 
just barely. I hate it. I hate Guys it. Guys could just dive for the bag. You don't need to slide. Be full Pete Rose. Ooh. He's got to go yeah. catch. It's like at home. Home plate. First base meets home plate. Second and third base. How many doubles do you think Terrence Gore has in his career? <laughs> Four. Two. Wow. One triple. He played like one season, right? Like a hundred games or something. No, no. He had one season where he played thirty-seven. <laughs> Felt like hundred. He had one season <laughs> with Royals. fifty-eight played appearances. Okay. He has no other season with five, with more than five. What a dream! I say we make home plate a base. Can we get him on this off season? That's that's Terrence? my wish list. Yeah, what, what are I you would I, I got love that. to hear his mindset on everything. Love, let's do it. You know what his mindset is? Run <laughs> fast. Yeah, that's my base. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. Oh, next one. He actually in in 2019 in those 37 games, like 275 batting average, 362 on base. Imagine the guy just bunting every stole 13 bags. More Terrence score. Do you know what it would do to a defense if you had a guy that bunted 75 percent of the time? Like the crazy stuff we'd end up seeing. I don't know. When Jake and I did the rewatch of all the World Series, mm. they bunted every inning. Like if you got a runner on first. Yeah, but they're bunting. not this yeah. fast, dude. So uh, I know. I'm just saying. Like you're Greg saying Maddie's imagine bunting. what defense would do with bunting all the time. Like in the 80s, 90s, or 70s, 80s, nonstop bunt. At least from the games yeah. that Jake and I watched. There's, just a, there's a bunt every two innings. By design. It's a, I'm pretty much exclusively a bunt for hit guy. I'm not a sack bunt mm. guy. I think that's I think that's my final stance on bunting is I only like it for a hit. I don't know. If you're not good, sometimes, learn how to bunt. Sometimes. Yeah. Unless you're like really good. But that, then you have to be really bad. You have to be a really bad hitter. Right. Everything's got a time and place. Okay. What else we got to talk about? Are we done? We're good. So we're done. We, we crushed we it? it. Fuck. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to be home watching. Mm. I'm going to light a fire tonight. My fireplace and watch this ball game. We're going to be live with Chris Rose. Taking our blitz man. ball at bats. Who's, uh, who's everyone's unlikely hero? We're all going Dansby. Uh, Gore. Unlikely hero. And hear what you said. Near Trev. You. Gore. Gore. The uh, pinch runs. Yep. Stranded. They let him get it. They let him take the at bat. Hit by pitch. Steals three. Hit by pitch. For my prediction to come true. Freddie Freeman has to be a beast. I know that's not an unlikely hero, but I'm picking my MVP, World Series MVP, and it'll be Freddie Freeman. Okay. Give me young, thick MVP. Mm. Everyone wants him to win the season MVP. Just win it for the World Series. Mm. And six, I'm a Trevor Plouffe fan. Thank you. Golly. Braves and six will get it tattooed. On someone, a lucky listener. We'll find you. I think that's the episode. 
I think someone would do There's that. There's a lot of other baseball content out today, like we said, across the network, so go check that out. If you are just hungry for more World Series chatter, we got Chris Rose and Trev did baseball today. We got the Chris Rose rotation with Giolito and Miggy Rojas. We got Toe in the Slab with David Cohn, Shackle and Smythe, mm. and we got the Compound with Shorty, Hap, Dakota. There's probably more shit too. Probably a farm to farm fame to fame or something. Mansplain girls or mansplain Ashlyn going oh, crazy. Something. So go check it all out. We have our our hot boy list coming out soon too. I saw you came up on the Google search. Yeah. Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler is fucking hot. Big shock.